Hello and welcome to this episode of Critics on a Bus, the podcast where two best friends review the latest films and talk film theory. Okay, um, welcome everyone to a new episode of Critics on the Bus. How are you doing, Paul? I am doing wonderfully. It is a beautiful sunny day up here in Newcastle. How are you doing? I am doing great, thank you. Um, it is a cloudy-ish, but relatively nice day um, in Birmingham. Obviously, okay. we've been staying at home for a few weeks now. Of course, keeping it- two metres away from everyone. Yes, so stay safe, everyone. But luckily, because we record remotely anyway, this this quarantine does not affect critics on a bus, except for the fact that we can't watch new films. Of course. So we have to find new things to discuss. And luckily, as film lovers, as people who talk about films in all a variety of forms, not just the new ones, we have thought of a number of different episodes that we can do. And this one is one that we are looking forward to and are quite excited about because it's one where we get to confess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we are talking about guilty pleasure movies. That is movies that are genuinely terrible, but we actually really secretly like it. We've never told everyone before. And for some reason, we're going to air it on the internet. <laughs> Yes, so we're going to divulge our secrets uh, publicly. Yeah, I, I, I guess that, that is one way of describing guilty pleasure movies. I feel like for me, just a quick already starting on exclusives slash um, hedging slash, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, laying the foundations. A good chunk of these movies are movies that my sisters would watch that as a young man, I felt like I shouldn't like because mm. I was a young man and, you know, macho and whatever. But when they were on, on the TV in the living room, I would often just kind of find myself sitting down and, you know. So so some of them, some people might say there's nothing to be ashamed of, but I think there is definitely that that element to a lot of mine. These, yeah. are, these, these are our pleasure movies. These yes. are the movies that we find crap that we secretly like watching. Yes. So it might not be the same for everyone. Um, yes. I do want to. I do want to thank the people who've already given us. Yes. Um, the guilty pleasure movies. Um, we'll do a. We'll do um a shout out to those later on, mm-hmm. in the episode, and we'll we'll wheel some other people's guilty pleasure movies and some of the things that they think, and they that we can see if they've made our list. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to kick us off? Kick us off. Start us off with some juiciness with what you take to be one of your guilty pleasure movies or set of movies. I'll start. I'll start. Okay. I'll start with an easy one. I say easy. Like this is one that people will actually go. Is it really guilty pleasure? Is it not? Is I have a a massive soft spot for the the Johnny English movies. Ah. Okay. That's interesting. Because let's be let's be real, they're not great. Are they not? I'm definitely one of those people <laughs> in the category of I I wouldn't consider them a guilty pleasure. I just love them. <laughs> well, I that's what like it's like a soft guilty pleasure. It's yes, like teasing yeah. us in. I I mean I love Ron Atkinson. He's just his physical comedy is so funny, and I just love. <laughs> I could like I I get I just I sometimes I'll burst at laughing in just real life, and it's either probably because I'm what I'm thinking about Friends, or. Johnny English because I just some of the some of his lines and some of his moments if I'm ever in a multi-story car park I think <laughs> of the scene where he's like like a curled panther he strikes <laughs> he swipes his legs off yep um, oh, I remember and, that. <laughs> the exact scene <laughs> I love that moment and like I'm like <laughs> 
if I'm ever in a motorcycle car park, I think of that moment. Or I randomly just shout, do you or do you not have tattooed? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We don't need to finish that quote. Oh, uh, the I one that I, the one that I struggle with with Johnny English is graveyards or funerals. Not thinking to myself, rabid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so bad, but it's so good. It it's so just, bad, but it's oh, so good. It's That's something good that one. yeah, it it it's just so funny, and it's something like it's like Last of the Summer Wine. You know, you watch Last Last of the Summer Wine on a Sunday afternoon when there's nothing else to watch before streaming became a thing. Mm. You would watch Last of the Summer Wine because you couldn't be bothered to turn the channel. Mm. Like Johnny English is not a movie you would seek out. You're not going to go. Do you know what? I think we did actually, didn't we? We watched it once together. Your... I, I think you're right. Yes, we were yes, sure yes, Ashley. And actually, she fell asleep during the Yes, we were on the couch in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's one of those, like, lazy afternoon sort of films. Yeah, where it's on, like, you know, on the TV. Yeah, it's like you're like, oh, oh, go on then. And it's already, like, you've already missed the first 25 minutes, but, (laughs) you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a film. You know, it's good to pleasure because you can found it in Poundland. (laughs) <laughs> in like a in like a like a bin like yeah. of just like discount <laughs> yeah that's i think that might be the mark of a good place movie you can find it in poundland <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i'm so, starting off with John, the johnny english that's film. that is strong that is a strong entry yeah i'm i'm gonna start off a pretty kind of i'm gonna ease this in nothing too controversial i already mentioned this one on on uh, on facebook and i absolutely love this film i think it's so quotable and i have friends that i quote it with and that is a cinderella story this is a hillary duff film it's about a relatively shy young girl who you know uh, wants to go to princeton and she has a friend who also does so but he's sort of like the the jock and so he doesn't feel as cool about it and they're pen pals and and it's 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 definitely one of these ones that would be on in the house and I would sort of walk past it and then I would grab some food and I would sit on the couch pretending I wasn't interested. And then I somehow have watched it lots of times and <laughs> I, I, and I can quote it to you. And I, I'm not like as familiar with it as something like, you know, Lord of the Rings or whatnot, but, but I, there are some great, great characters. The stepmom uh, is, is fantastic. And uh, some, some great, great, quotes one of them relevant with my norwegian wife uh uh i think the quote is something to the effect of is this salmon from norwegia um which is great (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i know it's a film that's uh, it's dear to a lot of people's hearts and again kind of like johnny english i feel like there are plenty of people who wouldn't even consider a a cinderella story a guilty pleasure just because they they love it they think it's a great it's just a great movie full stop it's not there's no nothing to be ashamed of there but but as someone who listens often too much to the critics and is too swayed by them and is a you know someone who likes to think he has a taste for the finer side of film like Arrival and so forth. Um, yeah. No, sorry, isn't Arrival on your list of good pleasures? No, no. Surely, it, surely it, it is. is. It, Arrival is whatever the opposite of guilty. Proud, what? proud pleasure. Oh, Arrival will always be one of those perfect movies. But anyway, no. So a Cinderella story, soft entry, one that I my sisters watched and I think is very very quotable. So 
Have you seen a Cinderella story? No. No? Wow. Okay, well, you're, you are in for a treat when you uh, then do, uh, <laughs> do you watch that. I mean, sure, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll speak to Ashling. I'm sure she's watched it, and she'll get you to watch it. <laughs> right, what's next on your list? Oh, man, I think you've gone, you've gone super embarrassing to begin with, so I'm going to go super embarrassing now, too. I f- this is a film, these... This is a film I've probably I've seen more than once on my own, <laughs> uh, and I've watched. It was on TV, and I whenever when I was living with my parents, whenever people would come upstairs to my room, I'd change the channel so they wouldn't know I was watching it. It's Princess Diaries. Oh my days! <laughs> that is on my list too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it! I love it! Oh man, this is so bad. We're just. A- do you know because Ella Enchanted is also on my list because that's the whole Anne Hathaway kind of section. Oh my goodness! I can't believe we've got we've shared pleasure. I feel having a moment here. I feel like we're we're sharing a. a well, but our friendship has just increased tenfold. Uh, is this is this were you introduced to this by your sister or did you come across it by yourself? Because I feel like that makes it a bit worse for you. If it, yeah, I, I came across it by myself. Oh oh wow okay. My sister is older and a tomboy, so definitely not her kind of movie. Okay. This is probably... I think my mum owned this movie. So okay. it might it might semi be my mum. I'm going to say my mum introduced me to this movie. Okay. I'm going to say she made us watch it. That's how, that's the story I'm going to stick with, not myself. Okay. It's my mum. Um, sure. But <laughs> it's a film that I've... I voluntarily watched on BBC One at some point on my own just because I was watching it. Like it was just there, and I was like, "What? What is this?" And I got to the end of the film. I was like, "Oh!" And then I've watched. Yeah, I've watched it more than once. Um, it is terrible. It is terrible. But um, it's but it's, it's just one of those films yeah. that it's one of those films that when you start it, you don't read. You can't. You don't really turn it off. Mm. <laughs> just it keeps you hooked, and then uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I'm. This is no this this. By the way, preface this. All the films in the on on this list, Ashling, is not an excuse for you to make me watch them again. <laughs> yeah, I've already been there with Princess Diaries. Hannah and I watched that not too long ago. So. <laughs> yeah, no. The thing, yeah, the thing is, Prince, Princess Diaries again. Like with most of these films, I had I have an older sister, two years older than me. I have a younger sister, five years younger than me. And so, 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 my older sister Claire would 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 get interested in these things. I would sort of watch them, sort of out of the corner of my eye, and then just keep watching them. And then my younger sister would then a few years later pick up the same trends and the same films, and then there would be a renaissance of them in in uh, in our family and in the living room so I, I i got a double dose of most of these and uh princess diaries is one that my sister was hugely into and i definitely have to acknowledge the fact that young poor italic definitely had a little something something for uh anne hathaway and so i think that yeah i think that uh all of that coalesced into I've watched Princess Diaries many times. Many times. I <laughs> too many times. So. Fair enough. I mean like it, I mean I can't judge it's on my list too. So Yeah. It's just it's just it's it's one of those movies that just wraps you in somehow and yeah, watched it way more yeah. than once. 
Yeah. Well, do you know what? I, 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 well, we've kind of done a double one there, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll also just add to that list Ella Enchanted. I don't know if you've ever seen Ella Enchanted. No, I have not. Uh, it's a similar time period, early 2000s. It's Anne Hathaway, and it's, it's set in a fairy tale land, and there's a young girl who is cursed by which to have to obey any command that she is given. And there is a scene in this film where she is commanded to sing to entertain people in a in a huge tavern full of giants, yeah. and she ends up singing <clears throat> "Somebody to Love" by Queen. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard the song and until then, so that's actually my first introduction to it. Wow. And so. Uh, the first time I came across that Queen song was <laughs> in uh, in Ella Enchanted, and she does like a whole dance, and there's there's a whole yeah version of it, and uh, so that's one of my one of the things that I love about it. But it's it is it's so trashy and it's so rubbish, and it's 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 just awful when you watch it now. It's just like man, like just so like low quality in so many ways, but <laughs> but also entertaining, and it just yeah, that's another again. My sister, I must. Uh, I I I, don't, I hate to kind of always put this off on my sister as the excuse, but uh, but I yeah yeah, and it's in a very similar kind of place in my mind to Princess Diaries. So uh, so there you have it. Okay, back to you. The next set of pages is a set of films, uh, very particularly three very particular films. Okay. Um, the reason I'm lumping them together is that there is because it's it's because of the this the, this one actress and so that it's, so it's a it's it's some melissa mccarthy movies okay so like identity thief okay uh tammy and spy like they're they're shocking <laughs> they're i've s- never seen any of them i yeah they're so bad like <laughs> they're 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 terrible but i for, i just for some reason she i i find her really funny and like just the way she sounds when she's like exasperated, like when she's in trouble, getting like <laughs> when she's kind of getting like thrown around, you know, it's sort of. Just <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's just something about her like in distress, which I find really funny, which is really bad of me. But yeah, they, I just find them really funny, just really trashy, funny movies. Man, this is where we're going to have to disagree because I realised that I have actually seen part of a Melissa McCartney movie and that's Identity Thief. And I must confess, I think that she is a complete misfire. I do not find her funny at all. Really? Yeah. It's not, it's not all her stuff. Okay. It's okay. those three films in particular. Okay, okay. Um, I find funny. The rest of them, I don't. And I don't give the time of day to. Okay. But there is just something, something about her. I, something, so like... I uh, when I was on my mission, one of my companions who's from Arizona, um, he he loved talking about Miss McCarthy movies, and he got me really interested in like seeing Identity Thieves. So when I came off mission and I watched it, I thought it was just hilarious. So yeah, it's one of those films that I, I again I would never own or seek out, but I thought are really funny and I secretly like. Are you ready to have your mind blown? Okay. So Spy, yeah. McCarthy. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Boom! Critic score. Boom. That's ridiculous. I haven't even seen it and I know that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, we go. So, like, turns out even my even my good pleasures have great taste. Yeah. Yep, you can't help but have good taste. Even the ones <laughs> that you think are guilty pleasures are actually masterpieces. Yep. <laughs> Simple as. Simple. Oh, dear. So, yeah, they're just... And, it, it, and they're not... 
they they genuinely are trash. Mm. Like I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat this in any in any form. They genuinely are really really bad. But there's just something something about just like <laughs> just getting into ridiculous situations and being stupid and just like I think she's so funny when her voice gets really high. She's <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough okay just a quick question we're not posting the like a list of these on facebook no. are we no, good okay uh... <laughs> actually if you look at it spy has a 75 percent meta score and it's 7.0 on imdb that is that wow. is like secretly like <laughs> really good rated film interesting i'm gonna I might have to check it out then <laughs> And my respects. This next one for me it might be interesting to some people. And I, this one, the emphasis is on the guilty, <laughs> but also the pleasure. So I need a bit of a backstory here. Mm-hmm. So I, when I grew up and the household that I grew up in, um, you know, we had certain, uh, you know, standards of what we would watch. So I generally, generally kind of, didn't watch anything that was above a 12 um, until I was well into my 20s. And uh, not only that, but there was a particular TV show that my family had something of a disdain for, and that is The Simpsons. Uh, I never watched The Simpsons growing up. I still, to this day, have never watched an episode of The Simpsons. Really? Uh, yeah. Not even oh. like, a, yeah, an episode. But it's, it's all on Disney+. Plus. Ah, there you go. Boom. Uh, maybe I need to uh, catch up. There. <laughs> uh, but I genuinely don't know like anything about the episodes of The Simpsons. Apart from, I was at one of my friend's house houses, who was of the same religion as I, and he put on The Simpsons movie. Oh. Uh, when it came out, he had it on DVD or whatnot. And I watched it twice that weekend at his house. And I thought it was the funniest thing I ever watched in my life. I literally, younger me, killed himself laughing, but also felt guilty, felt like I shouldn't really be watching it. (laughs) But, like, I watched the Simpsons movie, and I, as a young person, literally thought it was the most hilarious thing I I had ever seen. So, uh, yeah, it makes the list as a guilty uh, emphasis on the guilty pleasure. I mean, I feel like the TV show is way better than the film, so... Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because you've got the character development and all the history behind it all. And um, there's obviously, I mean, we can't talk about The Simpsons right now without talking about the huge time traveler theory. Uh, so I haven't heard of this. What's the time traveler theory? So it's a crazy theory that the creator of The Simpsons is a time traveler because they have uh. predicted so many things um, that, ha- that happened in real life. Um, like, mm-hmm. like, well... In advance, so web see they predicted when was this this so nine like nineteen or something something years ago. So yeah, I've got so here's here's just some of them. Okay, in nineteen ninety, they did a a satire that the Michelangelo sculpture would be cens- censored. Okay, um, which came true in two thousand sixteen. Okay. The Siegfried and Void tiger attack. They predicted nineteen ninety three that Siegfried and Void would be attacked by their tiger in two thousand three. They were attacked by their tiger 10 years in, in, in advance. In 1994, they made a thing that um, horse meat was being used for food in the school. 
Um, nine years later, it was found that horsemeat was found in food and supermarkets in Europe. They predicted smartwatches in 1995, though that's like a loose one. In 1995 as well, in their in a in episode where they set in London, they had the shard in London. The shard didn't start until the construction of the shard didn't start until 2009. They randomly in 1998 apparently they put the equation for the Higgs boson in the show. And it wasn't until 2013 that discoveries proved the Higgs boson was a, was a thing in an experiment that cost $10 billion. So 1997, they had a book that um, spoke about the, Evo- the Ebola virus outbreak, which happened in 2014. In 1998, in their show that Disney had just bought Fox, which happened obviously last year, this year, they had the voting scandal in 2008, four years, four years later in Pennsylvania, there was a voting scandal in the election. In 2010, there's a long list. <laughs> yeah, the, way, the, the big one you'll you'll know. In 2010, okay. in 2010, yeah. they they had the Olympics and that the USA beat Sweden in curling, and then the USA in like one of the last Winter Olympics did beat Sweden in curling. They predicted a Nobel Prize winner years in advance, and the big one is uh, years and years in advance they predicted that Trump would be elected president, and he would. Do, and he would then come down an escalator wearing a red tie and a blue suit. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, uh, like, you know, if, you, it, if you look into it, it's actually terrifying. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons, I, that's a random tangent. I just love The Simpsons time travel theory. It's just so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one that I would be very interested to look into further. Something I'd I'd be very interested to like discuss with like my philosophy of science professors about like prediction and what entails prediction stuff like that. It's uh, it's a it's a very intriguing, very very intriguing uh, one that seems to have gone past just kind of like a um, coincidence. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say so. Yeah. So uh, I guess I, I I didn't get to partake of all of that good. Uh, predict uh, prediction and and other such things because i haven't watched the tv show but um <laughs> <laughs> but maybe there are predictions in the film too maybe uh maybe maybe uh the the illness that comes because of the pig and whatnot or the trash and whatnot is equivalent to the coronavirus or something i don't <laughs> but uh, interesting one so the simpsons but normally the show isn't considered even the film isn't necessarily considered a guilty pleasure but the circumstances under which i i watched it made it feel made it feel guilty right, so uh, there you have it okay what's next on your list all right then so next on my list is this is a really left field film but one i used to watch a lot <laughs> it's bionicle the mask of light Oh yeah! Is, is, is this is one based on like the little figure figurines that you can... <laughs> on the like the Lego figurines? Yeah. yeah. This doesn't this doesn't even have a Metacritic score. Oh, not enough <laughs> critics to weigh in on that. Not one. <laughs> enough critics to have even reviewed the film. It came out in two thousand and three. It's a really old animation, but for me, I was super into Bionicle as a kid. I loved just like making up stories about them, and this was a huge story that I used to watch. And I, I watched this film like as a teenager quite a lot and okay. it's just got it's just good associated memories of you know just free play and all that kind of stuff so and it's not great it's pretty basic um it's pretty obvious the story is it's really short really corny writing really cliche but i love it fair enough i've never seen that <laughs> i i did own some bionicles growing up well oh. but uh 
I, I wasn't ever massively into them. I was way more into Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe we could do a, an episode about that obsession. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so it's a solid entry. If you have, if you fall into the category of people in this world, of the very, very slim category of people who listen to this and who also have seen the Bionicle movie, we would love to hear. Yes, um, other other Bionicle movie lovers, reach out to me. I want to know. Yes, yeah, that, that community community can begin right there <laughs> support group yeah <laughs> um i i have two more and uh, on my list mm-hmm. and one I, I i feel like i should just do them at the same time because one of them I, I would only have to do briefly because it is very niche i mean the bionicle movie is niche um <laughs> But but this is basically as niche as it gets in that it is a Mormon comedy. Um, so, um, yeah. So uh, and so for those listening who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there is a movie called Sons of Provo. I don't know if you've seen it or heard I have of actually, it. I have not seen it. Okay. Okay, but Sons of Provo is, it's a parody on a lot about um, church culture, but also Utah culture, because of course the big centre of the church, or not necessarily of course, if you don't know, the big centre of the church is in Utah, and there are very high membership uh, percentages there, and that can lead to certain interesting cultural expectations phenomena and so forth and so it's a parody of a boy band who want to make it big and they do make it big by being big throughout utah singing about church related things but it is i genuinely think it is a work of comedy genius like in all genuineness i i it's uh, but it is such a huge in joke because you have to be (laughs) familiar with uh with church related things so uh that's why i include it on the list briefly and those who you know are familiar with it or are familiar with the church it might mean something a bit more but uh if you haven't seen it i would highly recommend it i think it's genuinely hilarious genuinely hilarious and with that comes another music related film Mm. guilty pleasure this one came from my younger sister rather than my older sister and I love this film, and that is the Hannah Montana movie. Oh, oh, oh! Wow! I just have to go. There. I, 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 I don't care how wow, embarrassing wow, that movie. Wow! Wow! The Hannah Montana movie is a heartwarming story of a girl being too obsessed with fame and then learning to reconnect with her roots and with her family, and that is portrayed through the medium of music. And it gave us the song "The Climb." which is an absolute ballad of the soul and it's funny and it's 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 phenomenal and i have nothing more to say on that i am i i feel like coming out of the closet on that one me it makes it no longer a guilty pleasure i have nothing to be ashamed of there <laughs> so uh, there you go well, wow that's quite a bold i know and I know I might lose some street cred uh, for, <laughs> for admission. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely gone down in the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I just had to get that one off my chest. It feels like a confession. Uh, it's, it's good. Wow. Good. That's, that's Okay. Impressive. That's you um, done. That's, uh... that's, that's you done. <laughs> there is only really, I would 
I mean, I've watched a lot of trashy movies in my time. You know, I've watched like the one with the twins who swap places, whatever that one is, the parent trap. That's not a trashy movie. That's a phenomenal movie. Um, <laughs> you can't. Okay. Well... Right. Hey, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, apparently we're moving on. Um, like I, I watch, I have watched a lot of trashy movies, but the one I've watched more than once, and like I wouldn't, if it, again, if 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 it was ever on and there's no one else around to judge me, I might watch this one again. And I've watched it more than once. I think I've watched it like three times in my life for okay. some reason. And it's John Tucker Must Die. Oh. I don't okay. know why. For some, but further than the re- the film is just funny and just weird and it's just a guilty pleasure movie it's just an absolute pile of trash that is just trash worth watching i can't i can't even i can't even try and defend it because (laughs) it really is just a bad film and it's one of those like really bad teen films you know Mm. but for some reason i i just i like watching it (laughs) Interesting. I, I again, I've I've never seen it. I know that it's one of these chick flick yeah movies. I, there was really, one girl really, really bad chick flick. Yeah, there was this one girl at school who um who said it was her favorite movie, and she wasn't a girl that I really respected, so I always assumed it was really bad. <laughs> That's um, what she's not watching. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And it's a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, so uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, awful. Like I said, it's genuinely awful. I've watched it more than once. And there's just something about really trashy teen movies that sometimes you just got to watch them, don't you? You just got to just... Yeah, you just got to do it. Just like the Hannah Montana movie. No, no. I, I, I feel <laughs> like I've, I want to even take that one off my list because I no longer feel guilty about it. I feel, <laughs> oh, I feel like I've... Said it, no. No, it is. <laughs> oh, let's, see, let's see what other people consider the guilty pleasure movies. Yes. So, so someone else... That my wife knows, uh, I think called Lisa, also has the Hannah Montana movie as the guilty pleasure. Oh, really? Yep. So you are not alone there. Good. Okay. Um, we have someone called Joseph Turner, I think, who high school, oh, yeah. mu- high school musical. I was considering putting that on the list, but then I realised I didn't really enjoy them that much. Oh, I've seen I've seen one and two, and I regret it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone else says literally all the disney channel movies interesting okay jacob, I've got, yeah go ahead jacob kane yes 2004 thunderbirds with the busted soundtrack yes <laughs> yes oh my days i feel them on that one i feel them on that one yeah yes uh and then we've got kina with the classic adam's family values ah fair what, enough what a classic that is fair enough yeah Fair enough. I've got I've got here other people who also rate a Cinderella story. No. Oh. Uh, apparently there are other spin-offs of it. Oh. So I'm gonna have to get on those. Uh, watch those. We have uh, a friend from mission, the Tremor movie. I've never seen that. Is that a horror film? Uh, maybe. It sounds kind of almost like one of these apocalyptic films. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But uh, uh, a Norwegian friend has mentioned Wild Wild West. Okay. Um, Again, another one that I haven't seen, but uh, but fair enough. Uh, and one that one that came up also from Jacob, but also um, I've heard kicking about when I hear guilty pleasure. And this is one that I've never sat all the way through. It's one that I would always catch bits of on TV. Is Cat in the Hat? There are a lot of people I know who really like that film, 
but who also recognize that it's trash. So I don't know if you've seen that, but... I I think I've seen parts of it. Okay. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a really weird one. It's one that I really... I've never actually been interested in. So Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those waves that if you caught it, then you caught it. But uh, mm. tell you what, any... tell, tell you what's weird is I'm 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 just looking at IMDb's top guilty pleasure movies, right? Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park three is on there ah. as a guilty pleasure movie. Let's see what else is interesting because there's been some, I saw some interesting ones. Oh, I know another. Also, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. No, that's just bad. Not guilty pleasure. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I've that's never a... watched that all the way through. I like the Jim Carrey version. I think that's not. I think that's uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. The first. How one. is that a guilty pleasure? Small ah. Soldiers. Do you remember Small Soldiers? Oh my! Oh days. my goodness! What a oh, throwback! <laughs> that is phenomenal. I just remember the the scene where they like attack the boyfriend and like and the girlfriend being like really like scared and. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely a TV one. Like, if it was on the TV, you would kind of watch it. But, oh, man. Whoa. Star Wars Episode 2 and Episode 3. Are you kidding me? Outrageous. I mean, we did. We have to admit that they aren't the best. Episode 3. Okay. Okay. Episode 3 is choreographed phenomenally, let's be honest. but The, the Matrix Revolutions. X-Men. Yeah, I know a lot of people who, who don't rate the later Matrix films. Jingle All the Way. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's oh, DeVito's Christmas yes. movies. They are goodie pleasures. Oh, of course. Yes. And I've, I've thought of one more before we finish. Okay. I thought of one more that I've watched, and I, I, I genuinely, I've remembered it quite well. It's that one with Jack Black. I can't, I don't even know the name of it. That's how good a pleasure it is for me. It's the one with Jack Black, and he gets like a spell where he sees the inner beauty of people, not the outer beauty. Uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow. I think so. And he's dating her, but she's actually like really fat or something. Yes, uh, Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. That's the one. I've, ne- I've never seen it, but I-, I I know the premise. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another good pleasure movie. It's just really funny. I mean, I-, I I quite like Jack Black. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Jack Black fan. Though I've never I've never fully seen. Actually, I'm not going to admit that on on video on tape. So we'll cut that out. <clears throat> Carl, we can't leave that leave that on that. I'll, I'll <laughs> edit I'll edit it out. Trust me. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen fully natural libre. Oh yeah, no, don't worry about that. Look, okay, Natural Libre. Can I just have a, a small round? Natural Libre okay. is like a it's like a cult film that people think is hilarious, and it's like this massive in joke. It's it's relatively funny, but it's it's really just it's not even that funny. I'm sorry <laughs> if that provokes outrage. No, and no. Uh, just uh, something else to get off my chest while we're here, while we're in this mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite is absolutely rubbish. I'm sorry for all of the people out there, particularly from Utah and Idaho, who think Napoleon Dynamite is the funniest thing they've ever seen. Napoleon Dynamite is not worth the time of day. And there we go. That's that. Oh, okay. Case closed. Yep. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, right, may on, as well on, just end there. On that note. <laughs> Case closed. There you go. So that's some of our um, guilty pleasure movies. What are yours? What are yours indeed? Now you know. So um, quarantine is the perfect time, I think, to probably watch some guilty pleasures. So yes, you know, definitely. There's no, there's no one, no one's going to be popping by to visit and judge you. So do feel free to indulge yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes. Everyone, take care, and we will see you in the next one. See you next time.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.